Boss Uncaged is a weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners and entrepreneurs as they become uncaged trailblazers. In each episode, our hosts, S.A. Grant and guests construct narrative accounts of their collective business journeys and growth strategies. Learn key success habits and how to stay motivated through failure, all while developing a boss uncaged mindset. Break out of your cage and welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Welcome, welcome back to Boss and Cage Podcast. On today's show, we have a special guest way, way on the other side of the world from UK coming to us live and direct, Mark. Um, so I'm going to name you Mark. I always give like my, my guests kind of a nickname and because of the topic we're going to be talking about, I'm going to name you the press boss. And obviously you're going to tell people a little bit more why I'm calling you the press boss right now. So who are you? My name is Mark Stephen Pula, SA, and I'm known as a global profile builder. I'm really happy with the name you have given me as well as the press boss. I quite like that one. And I'm a PR expert, SA, and I support high profile, high value individuals to be seen, heard and get noticed with worldwide digital media to become known globally. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, that, that, that's that's a lot of weight on your shoulders, to say the least. Right. So, I mean, if you could define yourself in three to five words, what words would you choose for yourself? Three to five words yeah. to define myself. I would say honest, trusting, loyal, resilient and hardworking. And I, th- I think um, the choices that you made go hand in hand with, with PR. So let's let's dive into like PR a little bit, because obviously there's just multi different levels of PR and there's press kits and there's e-releases. And you're talking about on a global scale, not just a localized scale. So kind of just tell us a little bit more about that PR thing that you specialize in. So what I do for my clients, they say, I help my clients to build credibility and authority really, really quickly. Just a few years ago, I had no profile. I had to make a name for myself and I made a lot of mistakes. I spoke all over the UK for free to build my profile. And it can be a really, really hard journey. And that's what gives me pleasure now looking after my clients i can help them to build their brand visibility really really quickly i help them with written credibility articles expert positioned radio and web tv interviews and also press release and major publication features So I help them to gain brand exposure, brand visibility that leads to building trust, that leads to attracting clients and also a great, great benefit to what I do as well is really helping my clients to dominate Google, page one of Google, also Google News and also YouTube as well. So what what I always tell my clients as well, and a lot of clients do ask, what is PR? And PR is misunderstood in many different ways. I always say to my clients, what PR will do for you, it will give you the brand visibility and exposure very, very quickly. And it also gives you third party credibility. So rather than you singing your praises and self-promoting, it's a third party singing your praises for you. Also, it gives you celebrity endorsement because a lot of my clients want positioning. So I can position them next to brand leaders, some of the biggest names in business, personal development and celebrities as well. So you are piggybacking off news outlets that have had many years to build their reputation so it allows you to build your reputation really really quickly Hmm. also the 
Google footprint is really, really important if you're out there and wanting to attract opportunities. Anyone looking up your name or business name, you need to be searchable on Google. And when people are looking to give you a job, opportunities, speaking opportunities, they will Google your name. And I always am very honest about what PR isn't as well. If my clients are coming to me and saying, I want hundreds of people to sign up to my email list, or I want hundreds of people to join my program, I would say that is the wrong approach to look at PR go down the route of Facebook ads with conversion ads, if that's the kind of thing you're looking to achieve. What PR does do, it gives that trust, which does over time leading to attracting clients. And it gives you that social media presence and great tools to use on social media to share with your own platforms, share with your email list, share with your network. And that is what PR is. Hmm. Hmm. So to dive into that a little bit, and I think you, you gave a, like a very detailed definition of what PR is. So let's structure it a little bit, right? So if I'm coming to you and I'm saying, hey, I, I need some PR, majority of people may think that you're just going to pretty much write a press kit and that press kit could be for a new product or, or a new service, but that's not exactly how you do it. So like how, how does your business actually take someone, let's say a speaker, a motivational speaker and give them body of work to then imply that in an environment that PR could be useful. So firstly, there are a few things that I need from the client in order for them to be PR ready. So it's important that they have professional photos so that they look professional because it's my reputation as well. And once they have professional photos, I would also need either a short or long bio also, they would need some kind of website. Don't overthink this part, though, because many clients hold back on having PR because they don't think their website is ready. As long as the messaging is good and you have a basic website that has some kind of gift or some kind of sign up page, that is efficient. So don't overthink that part of the process just a basic website so they need photos the basic website a short and long bio once they have some kind of product or service or launch that is a great time for them to come to me to get the coverage that they require you don't need a product or service. You may have a story or a product, a story or something, a message that you want the world to know about. So it's not only for products and services, but that is mostly what clients do come because they have a product service or a launch that they want to promote. And then we can get working on building their global profile so i would do things like interview them on radio or outsource them to radio and podcasters to get them seen noticed and heard the way i do the radio interview it's really done in a way to spotlight them and their success and to really talk to their target audience so then the radio interview is not something they could just share once it's something that they can reshare many times on their platforms to their email list and add to their website so that it's talking to their target audience so it becomes a marketing piece the radio interview then is ranked on google so it's giving them that google searchability I would then take them and do some press or major publication features. Now, I have my own publishing platform, mspnewsglobal.com, 
And that is a real great site to position people because I've got some of the biggest names in business, personal development and celebrities. So I can then publish their articles next to these leaders. And then they have got great tools again to share on all of their platforms, showing them next to those celebrities and, and big leaders, giving them that celebrity endorsement part. So credibility articles are really effective and it also gives them those marketing tools to share again. My own platform has around over 200,000 reach in USA, Canada and the UK because of the promotions, the ads that I do to the site and also the press releases I do to the site. I can also get them into hundreds of different publications, depending on the client's budget and the client's needs. So I outsource publications as well if they want more exposure. Another great tool what I do for my clients, I'll do the digital cover of MSP News Global, putting them on the cover of a global news outlet. So it looks really impressive as social proof, showing them on the cover of a business outlet, business magazine, and then press release. They're so effective. I will do a national press release that will then get release to places like Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS affiliates, financial feeds, industry news sites and newspapers. What makes my press release really unique? It also gets published to independent news platforms on top of all those other places that I mentioned, giving the press release even more visibility. Again, this gives my clients the exposure that they want. It gives them the brand association and credibility of piggybacking off those big names like Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS. It gives them the marketing tools. Another big advantage of a press release essay the clients then can take advantage of logos like as seen on Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS that they can use on their marketing, branding and website if they require. The great thing about what I do, everything is done for the client. They don't have to worry. They fill in a questionnaire, provide the photos and give me a little bit of their time for the radio interview. I promote it everywhere. The client has marketing tools to promote it. So in answer to your question, that is how I support my clients and give them that exposure really really quickly they build the exposure build the credibility the authority that leads to building trust that leads to building attracting clients it gives them the google footprint they dominate google and they've got hundreds of tools to really take advantage of on their social platforms as well Wow. wow. I mean, that's definitely some insightful and detailed that I mean, it's essentially the one stop shop for like their marketing needs to kind of get them out and also to build trust. So with that, you know, you, you, you kind of talked about like celebrities. Is there any way that you can kind of name drop a couple of celebrities that, that you've worked with in the past? I would love to. So I have been fortunate to have done media coverage and interviews on most of the original cast of The Secret Movie, which is a Law of Attraction movie, which right. is really, really popular. So I have interviewed and done articles for Joe Vitale. He's a very well-known name. Dr. John D. Martini is a very well-known name. Marie Diamond. Dennis Waitley. I was really, really fortunate recently to have been gifted the opportunity to do an article for Rhonda Byrne, who is actually the person behind the secret book and the secret movie. She has a Hollywood movie out at the moment that is quite recent. 
anyone wanting to check out these publications can go to www.mspnewsglobal.com. I've also done media for Forbes Riley, who is a very well-known name in the USA. I've done PR and supported events like Grant Cardone, Jack Canfield to help them promote their events. Also, another great name is Dale Godboldo, who has a great presence in the USA in Hollywood. He was on the OJ Simpson um, documentary, not documentary, it was like a series out in the USA. He's also heavily involved in the Mickey Mouse Club in the USA. There's just a few just to name drop for USA. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I think definitely... Let's just time travel a little bit, right? So, I mean, obviously, you're established now. You have access now. You have all these systems in place, and you have all these brand opportunities to help your clients. But where does your story start? Like, how did you even get into PR? So, I will go from the beginning. I was always a guy at school that got bullied about the way I looked and also about my sexuality, even at first school essay before I knew my own sexuality. So every day for me was big chin, big ears, gay, you name it, I was called it. That led to me not taking great care at school and learning. I started to play up because of my low self-esteem, my low insecurities. I left school at the age of 15 with a really bad education and I started drug taking. It started with soft drugs to start with, things like cannabis, amphetamine, By the age of 21, I was addicted to crack cocaine and heroin. I went out on a party night out with friends, tried a new clubbing drug, having the time of my life one minute. The next minute, I woke up in hospital. I had just collapsed and died. Bruises all up my arm where adrenaline had been pumped into me to bring me back to life. A shaven chest where shock pads had been used on me. I was living a bad life that was going nowhere. I always was a worker throughout my addiction and I worked in top name hair salons here in the UK. So I was used to dealing with celebrities from a young age as a hairstylist because of the salons that I worked in. But my addiction was out of control. So I'd just like to share, that's why I always say to my audience, fans, clients, friends, my network, it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter of your past or present circumstances, you can create a whole new reality. It starts with having positive, empowering belief systems, making great choices, repetition and action. Any new reality can be created. So fast forward to my early 30s. I had had enough of working for other people, making loads of money for them and not making a lot of money for myself. And I set up as a freelance hairstylist. That was the start of my entrepreneurship journey. I then joined a network marketing company for two years. That was really the start of me working on my beliefs, working on personal development and self-improvement. I learned great skills like branding, building your network, social media, entrepreneurship. And I built a team of 50, recruited into six different countries. I wasn't following my passion essay. I used to watch the motivational, inspirational speakers on stage at network marketing events. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to share my story and inspire others. So I left network marketing around 
four years ago and jumped in the deep end to become a public speaker. I spoke all over the UK, released my first book, Tips to Create the Life You Desire. I then released my second book, which became a bestseller in the UK, USA and Canada. And that was called Step Into Your Brilliance, which is an entrepreneurship guide for those that would like to speak using the power of positive storytelling and social media to position themselves as an expert. I spoke on the same stage as Jack Canfield in Toronto, and then I was interviewed on a radio show in the USA and it was to an audience of three million. And then they asked me to co-host the show that was only around two and a half years ago. And that really put me into the spotlight to what I do today with press, media and PR and it's been a great journey. Over two years, I've launched an agency, TMSP agency, which is a premium media and PR agency, and launched MSPnewsglobal.com. So within two years, SA, I've really created a great, great platform for me to serve others and help them build their global profiles. Yeah, I think it's definitely a hell of a story and, you know, kind of like the, the, the near death experiences and anybody that I've interviewed and including myself, you know, like when you have a near death experience, it kind of changes you dynamically, like whatever you were doing before that near death experience and what you did afterwards is kind of like that is the real start, the real you, the new you comes out of that once you're, you recover from whatever it was that happened you become a greater person you become more insightful and you want yes. to give back and then you challenge yourself more and you become more streamlined. So I definitely commend you on, on that journey from getting from, you know, being addicted to particular drugs and then becoming the success that you are currently. So think about it from the standpoint of somebody looking in, they're listening to this podcast, they're hearing you speak and they're like, wow, this guy recovered from drugs. He, he figured things out. He started a company and the perception is kind of like this overnight success. But in the reality, how long did this journey really take you to get to currently where you are? So the age of 21 was when I really started to use the mm -hmm. thoughts in my mind. I read my first Law of Attraction book, mm -hmm. but I was just working as a freelance hairdresser. I would say it wasn't until the age of 31 I really started to work on myself and my own personal development. So in answer to your question, I feel the big turning point in my social media entrepreneurship journey has been around the last six years. So anyone looking at me now seeing all the success I'm creating, it has been a really hard journey for the first couple of years. I didn't make any money. I put a smile on my face, kept showing up with determination. It's been six years, essay. But also, I still feel like this is just the start. I still feel like I've still got such a long way to grow myself as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think the fact that you figured it out early enough and it's kind of like goes back to the statement that's usually made like you know most millionaires are essentially made in their 40s and 50s and like you're at that cusp before that age group right so you're kind of figuring it out a lot earlier even though you made mistakes earlier on you had enough time to fix those mistakes correct things and get in alignment so that way you're on a bull market and you're running north and everything you do from this point on is just essentially growth strategy at 100 percent. so go ahead go ahead I was just going to say I'm 40 in September this year. So what you have just said is great. And don't tell anyone I'm 40, though. It's a big <laughs> one, which I'm dreading. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad, man. I just turned 41 um, last year. So it's, it's not that bad. 
<laughs> I'm quite looking forward to 40, actually. I think in in your 30s, you're a little bit better than your 20s, a little bit more creating success. But I feel my 40s can be one of the best decades ever. I am actually really excited and embracing it. I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see that definitely in you. So let's just, let's just say, humor me for a minute. If you could time travel backwards and change one thing on that journey, what's that one thing that you would want to change if you could do it all over again? I would say if I could change one thing, it would be believing in myself because as a 21-year-old, I didn't have those belief systems. I didn't have that mindset. And I was insecure about the way I looked when, in fact, I didn't look that bad. But all those years of being bullied, it was like the scars had healed, but the wounds were very much still there, if I've said that correctly. And I didn't have that belief in myself and I didn't feel good enough. So it would definitely be to believe I'm good enough just the way I am. Wow. Wow, definitely powerful stuff. So, I mean, obviously you have tenacity, you have the the hustle of a Fortune 500 executive. Like, does this come from an entrepreneurial background? Anybody in your family kind of led you in this direction? My close relatives, to be honest with you, have always been really, really hard workers. So my mom always worked in as a nurse. My dad always worked as a painter and decorator. My stepdad's a painter and decorator as well. And I did have an uncle who was really successful, made a lot of money, very entrepreneurial. I've also got a cousin who's made it to millions, who was very entrepreneurial. But I would say no, my family really never had loads of money, but they always had really good, strong work ethics that were serving others. So I would say no, SA, they, they've always had great work ethics, but not really entrepreneurial. They've always been about service and working really, really hard to make ends meet. Interesting. So let's fast forward into today, right? Now you have things rolling, everything you're doing is growing and is multiplying, but how do you currently juggle your work life with your family life? This is a good question, actually, SA, and it's really important to get this balance correct. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's only the last 12 months when we hit the global pandemic, I realised that I wasn't getting the work-life balance correct. So I was just building, building, doing all the work, focused on business, but I wasn't really taking time for myself. Mm. It's really important to get that balance right. So what I do now most of the time, weekends I take off, Saturdays and Sundays on my free time to get that balance correct, spending time with family members, friends, close relatives is really, really important. You can't create success that will be lasting just getting that balance wrong. You really have to do make sure you're looking after your health, well-being, family, friends, business make sure you've got that balance right and i feel the global pandemic through all the negative that it's creative i do feel there've been a lot of blessings as well to really look after our time it's so important slow down a little bit you will get to where you want to by slowing down just that little bit and taking time for yourself as well wow wow definitely definitely powerful 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 insights so let's talk about your morning rituals your morning habits i mean do you have any and in, in, in the socially like what time do you usually start up to start those rituals 
So a sweet spot for me is around 7.30 a.m. to quarter to 8 a.m. I find when I get up at that time, I get a lot of work done really early, giving me more free time in the evenings. Mm. My rituals that are really important to me. As soon as I wake up, I put in an audio and meditate for around 20 to 30 minutes using self-hypnosis. I also use a great technology called Hemisync, where it syncs the two parts of your mind together so that you think better. So that's my first ritual that if I don't do it, I don't get as good results. I don't feel as good and I don't show up as well in the world. So first is meditation on an evening gratitude before I'm falling to sleep. I go through all the things in the day, even the little things like the air that I breathe, the shirt on my back. I go through all of my gratitudes for the day. Also visualisation. I do bits of visualisation. I don't spend too much time in the future. I let it go mm. because everything happens in the present moment. So gratitude, visualisation, meditation. Also, I do eat well, eating lots of greens, drinking fresh water. It's important to think, uh, sorry, important to put great things into the body because that is what is going to fuel you forwards mm. and a little bit of exercise. Those are my things that are really important in my rituals. Definitely. I mean, I'm just I'm just recapping what you said in my head and it's definitely it's, it's, it's structured, but it's organic in its nature, which it kind of seems that it fits your personality. And it kind of I could see kind of like in the morning you wake up and you do this and then after that you're glowing and it allows you to get through your day. And then in your evening time, that gives you enough time to kind of settle down and start over again. So I definitely right. um, definitely like that. So. Um, because of this podcast, I had an opportunity to create a book club. So this is the question that I, I, I love asking because every answer will be uniquely different. And what motivated you on your journey could be something that could motivate someone else. So what books have you read that helped you get to where you are that you want to recommend? And what books are you currently reading or audiobooks for that matter? So a book that changed my life has to be The Secret. There is a new version now, which is called The Greatest Secret. But even The Secret book is absolutely a life changer for the way you can create your own reality. It's absolutely incredible. Another great book that has inspired me is Jack Canfield's Success Principles. Very, very good book. And I'm more of an audible audio guy. I prefer listening to books. And I haven't read it yet, but I know it's a fantastic one because I recently interviewed them on my television show. It's called Ask by Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen. And I am about to dig into that one very, very soon. Hmm. Nice, nice. So where do you see yourself and your company 20 years from now? So I have very, very big goals, I say. Mm -hmm. And... I had dreams of being a six-figure earner. And then as I grown, that went to being a millionaire. Mm. And then that went from being a millionaire to a multi-millionaire. Multi I have got huge, huge goals, mm. a huge vision. And yes, they're big. And to some people, they may not feel on they might feel unbelievable but i'm about having huge visions and huge goals so now my goal in 20 years i have to look at visualizing a hundred million why not if not me why not someone else 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I if if not me, it could be someone else. So have big visions, and if you don't reach it, at least you've had that vision, and you'll get close to even where you'll get closer to where you want to be by having bigger visions. Yeah, I definitely think, I mean, most people don't realize that, like, once you get to a certain point and you have things figured out, you have your systems in place and you're not working harder, but things are working for you harder, then you kind of could multiply. So, like, your 100 million could easily be 2 billion. It'd just be a matter of five years from now, you may figure out some system or software that does what you do in addition to what you're doing to yes. where you can multiply that overnight and then you scale it and you'd be a 100 millionaire in five years. Correct. And also, it does have to kind of feel believable to your own belief systems. So I'm not quite ready to visualize that millionaire billionaire status at the moment. But her hundred million, it can be achieved, like you say, with the right systems, with the right team, with the right support. And 20 years is a long time to get to that goal. Anything is possible. Yeah, I think I, I, I like the fact that you just brought it. You was like, you know, it kind of goes back to like the laws of attraction, the rules of attractions. Like you're asking for the hundred million, you're working towards the hundred million, but you're going to shoot past that. But in reality, in the next 20 years, five years, that hundred million could easily scale to a billion because then you'll be ready to receive that billion versus now you're not ready. So you have to put things in place to be able to receive that billion when that time comes. So I, I definitely yes. commend you for being well aware of where you are versus where you're going to be. Definitely. So what tools or software do you use that you would not be able to do what you do currently without? So I think tools are so, so important and it takes a while to get the right systems in place. So I would say for me, things like my website is the biggest asset and tool and it's a great one mspnewsglobal.com that is a great great asset um my simple one page landing page is a brilliant tool with all my social media platforms that's contactmark.me it's got a schedule your meeting it's got things like all my social media channels my email contacts and another great tool also my email list and, and MailChimp is something that I use a lot and that is something that I really, really um, couldn't live without. Social media platforms are great, great tools. You've put me on the spot here. I should have done a bit of research about all the tools I've used. I've got many which I couldn't live without. Even things like Zoom, Fiverr, which I really take advantage of. So to answer your question, there is a few, but there are lots more, which I just can't think of right now. Yeah, I think it's funny that you brought that up because, I mean, the diversity in software in today's world versus 10 years, 20 years ago is night and day different. And there's always like a lot of times I'll think of something and I'm like, OK, let me see if this already exists before I try to create it so I can kind of get a leg up. And nine out of 10 times, if I do the research and if I play with the algorithms on Facebook, sure as hell, there is a software to do that little thing. And it's always that one little thing that you need something created for that you're not willing to put the effort to develop it for. So, I mean, to your point, there's a million different softwares out there. And I think people need to understand like the value of software could help you systematize what you're doing to your point to get to 100 million or get to a billion a lot faster. Yes, and tools I do use a lot, which I forgot to mention, and they are quite game-changing. Some bots are incredible. Some engagement tools for social media I couldn't live without as well. Um, so some of these automation tools and engagement tools, they're absolutely incredible and really help to scale and grow, just as you mentioned, SA. Hmm, definitely. So let's go into words of wisdom, right? And, and I think particularly for you, let's, let's talk to an audience of 18 to 35 years old. They may be going through some life-changing event. It may be drugs. It may be death. It may be they hate their job. Whatever it is that they're going through, 
I want you to talk to them and give them some words of insight to push them from where they are to move forward and grow. My word of wisdom would be never suffer alone, never suffer in silence. The first step is to admit yourself that you have a problem because before you admit yourself, before you admit it yourself, no one else will be able to support you. Reach out to a friend, a family, a family member, a mentor, a teacher, someone that you can trust and confide in and never suffer alone. It doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter where you have been in the past. Any future reality can be created with positive empowering belief systems, making better choices, repetition, taking action, get it down on paper, write down your goals and take little steps every single day towards your end destination. Don't see a big mountain in front of you. Little tiny steps every day will get you to your goals. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, I think I think you're you're a living, breathing example of, of the, the laws of attraction. And it's kind of like, you know, I think most people think in the laws of attraction, right, is that you just have to think it and it becomes a reality. But I think they missed the one component of you have to take a lot of damn action and believe in yourself and do both of these things simultaneously to get the results that you're looking for. So I think what you just said kind of gives a little bit insight to who you are as a person and who your company is going to represent as well. So in my next question, right? Yes, I agree with that. Great, great. So in my next question, like, so like, like, who's your target audience? Like, I mean, kind of like price point wise, like, do you have different packages? And, and what do those packages look like? So my starting level that I work with clients is $500. And that would be for something like a radio interview and a press release. Oh. My services go right up to $10,000. Mm. Uh, my medium package is around $3,000. So if there is someone out there that does want to be seen, heard and get noticed, it is around a minimum budget of five hundred dollars way up to the premium clients that i work with up to ten thousand dollars my target audience and people that are a perfect fit for what i do would be best-selling authors or authors that want to become best-selling authors mm. real estate investors real estate brokers keynote speakers, inspirational speakers, coaches, creatives, entrepreneurs, but not just only those, because the PR I work with is business. It's very, very broad. I have also done people in the medical industry, oh. artists. So if you have a business, I could support you if you are in business. I do offer a free PR consultation or people out there need to do if they're ready and want to get seen noticed and heard and they have the budget of five hundred dollars they can schedule a free pr consultation at www.contactmark.me that's contactmark dot me and they can just schedule a meeting and all my social media platforms are there as well if people would like to connect with me on socials yeah i think definitely so i mean i'm just just i'm just recapping what you said in my head and one thing that, that stood out to me because obviously we're in the marketing space we're in the broadcasting and, and podcasting and a lot of times people are always trying to figure out how to monetize a podcast so it, one thing that you said for the 500 it gives you opportunity to do some promotions but also do live radio so is that live radio considered to be like a podcast and is that a, an alternative way of monetizing podcasts 
The radio network that I am on is Web Radio. It's on the Business Innovators Radio Network, which is a USA-based radio network, and it gets syndicated to all the high art radio, blog talk radio, Spreaker, YouTube. If my clients did want a real radio on FM radio, I can outsource that and have many contacts who would happily have you on their shows as well. Mm. Also, my TV show is on the E360 TV network, which gets broadcast to Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, Android TV, and many, many more. It goes across all social platforms. That has an estimated reach of, it gets to billions, sorry, millions of ohms, up to a billions of ohms. It's on millions and millions of devices. So if people are looking for exposure, I can support them with their needs, their requirements, either on my own shows, my own platforms, or other people's platforms as well. Wow, wow. So I think with the, the TV side of things, I mean, considering that you've only been in this space for like less than a decade, like somebody may be asking like, how, how the hell did you have opportunity to create your own TV station? Like how, what, what was the journey with that look like? So it was me first having the radio show, mm-hmm. growing the radio show. Then it was building my publishing platform, mspnewsglobal.com. It's not my television network. I have a show on there and I was then introduced to host a show on that network, E360 TV. The show is called Brilliance Business TV. It can be viewed at mspnewsglobal.com as well. Just go to the section what says TV and you'll find all my TV interviews there as well. Wow. Wow. Definitely. So, I mean, you kind of put a couple addresses out there. How can people find you on social media? Like, what's your handle? The best way for people to find me on social media is www.contactmark.me. Gotcha. So you have, it's essentially, it looks like it's like a microsite landing page with all your links on there? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Gotcha. Great, great. So let's just go into some bonus questions, right? If you could spend 24 hours with anyone, dead or alive, uninterrupted for those 24 hours, who would it be and why? That's a big question, and there's so, so many people that inspire me. It's a question that you think, for sure. It would have to be Oprah Winfrey. Purely because she's a media mogul and that's something I'm passionate about. She's also passionate on authors and books, which I'm passionate about. She's a guru on television, which one day I hope to be at that level with her. And just her story, she's come from dreadful past and what she has achieved and how she serves others it would have to be oprah winfrey yeah definitely i think anyone that's in this space at one time or the other has to look at look to her as like the pinnacle example of how you can go from being an underdog to being a a champion not of just yourself but champion of multiple diverse individuals so i definitely appreciate that so another bonus question for you um What is your most significant achievement to date? I feel I've made a lot of progress just over the last six years. Mm -hmm. I've had lots of big achievements. Mm -hmm. I would say the biggest achievement to date is really making my business work and growing my own global platforms Mm -hmm and creating my own global brand as uh, the global profile builder with mspnewsglobal.com and really 
serving others. I really enjoy serving others. And now I am fortunate to be doing that, that on bigger scale. And that was why I started this whole journey was to inspire people that you can create a future reality, no matter of your past. I've created that now and that's my biggest achievement I can think of. Wow. I mean, I think definitely, I mean, just having you on the show, and this is kind of one of the reasons why I have this, this podcast is to interview people like yourself to kind of, you know, I, I have my own achievements, but then I listen to you and I'm just like, there's obviously more that I could be doing. So you definitely inspired me today and I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. So in closing, I always give opportunity to whoever I'm interviewing opportunity to ask me any questions that may have come up during this particular episode. I would say firstly, thank you so much for the opportunity. I've really enjoyed it. You're a brilliant host. You are great at asking questions. It flows so, so well. You have a great talent. I know you have your own amazing business supporting all your clients with your amazing systems, tools, your shows. I haven't got a question for you because you're coming on to my radio show soon. So I'm really looking forward to having you in my hot seat as well. But I'm excited what we can achieve together, SA, because I think we've met for a reason. And I definitely am looking forward to future collaborations. Yeah, definitely. And I appreciate I appreciate you stating that because I mean, I'm actually the more and more I listen to you, the more and more I hear your story. And that's the beauty of like the media circle that people don't realize is that you have these opportunities to talk and conversate with someone. And then, like you said, I'll be on your show. So there's going to be things that we're going to learn about each other on this journey as we cross reference and interview each other and make referrals and recommendations to each other to where like it could be not only fruitful financially, but it'll be fruitful internally as well. So I definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. I really, really appreciate the opportunity. And this is just the beginning. I can definitely see lots of collaboration for the future. Definitely, definitely. S.A. Grant, over and out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an Uncaged Trailblazer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762 762- 233-BOSS. That's 762-233-2677. I would love to hear from you. Remember, to become a boss in cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off. Listeners of Boss on Cage are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash free book.